I know. Now, now, midline. Break. Ready. Set. Almost upsets and uh, you know college football and college uh, college basketball went full swing. Let's go ahead and run down these yes, National man. Football League games. Where do you want to start today, man? Um, first game I lay my eyes on is the Saints. New Orleans that took down the Falcons, twenty-one to sixteen. I picked the Falcons. He picked New Orleans. Despite, despite, um, despite Matt Ryan having a pretty good game, uh, nineteen for thirty-nine, two seventy-three, a touchdown. Uh, they just listen, man. It, it was on Taysom Hill, first career throwing touchdown at the age of 30. <laughs> at the age of 30, uh, congrats to him. The Saints continue to roll 10 and 2. Uh, I, you know, they've Sean Payton, they haven't missed a beat really. He's been able to adapt to the quarterback that he now has. We all scratched our head when he, you know, obviously when he didn't go to Jameis, but. It, he had a plan. Hey, they're still winning, so that's all that matters. And the the money that they've been paying t- Taysom Hill that we all scoffed at when they paid it to him, I mean, it's paying off right now. Uh, so the twenty one sixteen, like I said, they they move to ten and two. Falcons fall to four and eight. Um, Falcons, their season's clearly done. Yeah. Are the Saints um NFC favorite when um when the Saints when um, when, when they come Bruce when Bruce come back. You know they were my NFC favorites before he went down. I really liked how they were, um, how they were playing. I, I, they might. You already mentioned Michael Thomas becoming the fastest player to five hundred. I did not. Receptions nope. only sixty nine games. Sheesh, sheesh. He's a king, Mister. He's a dink and dunk king. <laughs> he gets them all. But uh, are they my NFC favorites? Oh man, put me on the spot. Uh, no, off the top of my head, I'm just gonna go out and jump out there and say no. Uh, when he comes back, they won't be my. Favorites, I, I listen. I jump on a new bandwagon every day, and <laughs> I think the bandwagon I might be riding right now. Actually, now nah, listen. I came this far. I said Green Bay. Green Bay. I say I really like the way Aaron Rodgers and that Green Bay team are playing. But to your point, there's no reason why the Saints should not be my favorites when he comes back. But the, I, I'll just I'll just go ahead and factor in the fact that he will have missed. A good, you know, a, a good, good amount of games, and the injury that he'll be coming back from is an injury where you know you're not really. We don't know how okay you are until you get hit. You know, the ribs broken, especially at his age. That's why I'm just, I'm, I'm gonna put a little cause there when he comes back, because you know he gets hit wrong. Man, Taysom Hill could be back in all over again. The Saints you know. have had 200 or more rushing yards in two straight games. It's nice. I mean, that's what they listen. They adapt. Like I said, Alvin Kamara, Taysom, they've been they've been pounding. Yesterday, Alvin, 88 yards on the ground on 15 carries. Yes, sir. What's the next game we got? The Lions took down the Bears, 34 to 30. 
Matthew Stafford, 227 for 42, 402 yards and three touchdowns and a beautiful, beautiful bomb uh, late in the game. Uh, five touchdowns, comeback win versus the Bears. What, what more do you want from them? What, yeah, what I picked the loser in this as well. I picked the Bears. Ugh, man, they had them most of the game, but. Yeah, it was definitely a game they should win. You know, the Lions, hey, showing some life. Matt Patricia's gone. You know, they got some life here. But, again, Chicago, you're up 16-6. to six. It's, just, it's just another, another you know, showing of Chicago's ineptitude lately. You're up 16-6, to six, and after that, it's like it's like everything goes cold. You're even up 23-13, you know, and then boom. Uh, it, all, it, it all goes downhill. It all goes in the can. So Chicago's going to be searching for quarterback answers this all season. Next game we got, we both picked Indianapolis, and they beat the Colts 26-20. to 20. Uh, Deshaun Watson. Second half, there was no score except for a safety. Yeah. Watson, you know, he was on the sideline. Uh, he looked very sad. I, I feel him. He's tired of losing. I understand it. He didn't, you know, himself, he had a rough game. Two turnovers, uh, lost, uh, fumbled the ball twice, lost one and threw an interception. So he definitely had a rough game. Uh, but... The Colts, listen, eight and four, good bounce back. Uh, w for them. Jonathan Taylor uh, continues to chug along, and Philip Rivers uh, continues to listen. What, what more can you ask from the guy? He, he's been a veteran, and sometimes it hasn't been pretty. But to your point, I think a couple episodes ago, he's definitely um, turned down the turnovers and kept it clean as of late. Yeah. Um, next game we got, we both picked Miami, and they beat the Cincinnati Bengals nineteen to seven. Yeah, they weren't trying to win this one, though, I swear. <laughs> they made this one a little difficult. Uh, Brandon Allen hasn't, uh, listen, he, he hasn't been the worst guy thrown in there that I've seen. I mean, it, it hasn't been pretty, but he's doing he's doing what he can do. Tua, 296 yards and a touchdown. Uh, would anything stick out to, uh, to you in this one? The Dolphins have the longest active streak in the NFL with 18 straight games with a takeaway. I told you at the beginning of the game, I was like, don't worry about Miami, man. They'll, uh... Their defense, their defense is gonna get it. Uh, their defense is gonna get it together. And that's exactly sure. what they did. They got it together. Um, again, I, I'm worried. Bengals jumped out to an early lead. I'm like, what's going on? But like you said, I have no fear in that Dolphins defense. Next game, we got the Minnesota Vikings beat the Jacksonville Jaguars, who also had a hard start, 27 to 24. Yeah. It ended up in overtime. This was one where I was like, whoa. I was allowed to worry on this one. <laughs> this one was not a uh, not a good one. Mike Glennon, 280 yards. You sneaked out that one. You sneaked out that one. Now, did, did he have more yards than the quarterback I think you needed to? Uh, sneaked out it was that. just a matchup between him and Kirk <laughs> Cousins. Kirk Cousins had 305. So he only had 25 more than him. But. Dalvin. Dang. Dalvin Cook was a workhorse. You know, look, they said we're going to ride Dalvin. We're going to go down with him. 32 carries, 120 yards. The other workhorse, my boy, who I think should be the rookie of the year, Justin Jefferson. Nine catches, 121 yards, and a touchdown. And at the moment, I do got some Justin Jefferson notes um, to pull up for y'all because he, he's been on the tear so far. And the most 20-plus receptions downfield, yeah, you guessed it, actually. It's Justin Jefferson with 14. Followed by DK Metcalf and Tyreek Hill, who are both tied with 12. And right now, Justin Jefferson has five games of 100 plus receiving yards. That's tied for first among all NFL players. 
Uh, in my opinion, he's the most, uh, right now, he's the most important Viking that's not named Dalvin Cook. Uh, in my opinion, uh, as of late, he's just been the most important guy not named Dalvin Cook. He's been phenomenal. But the Vikings, 6-6. Six and six, They're trying to sneak into that seventh playoff spot. Look up, 500, they're 500 through 12 games. You think they make it? Uh, we'll see. Five, why you not, this, man? You got to say yes or no. This is a hard, this is a hard, they, they, they made it really hard against the Jaguars. I know. I, listen, they, none of these wins have been easy, but they've been wins. They've, I think you said last week when I was trying to get on the Eagles, or I mean the Ravens one, you said, listen, that's not going to be pretty every week. It's not going to be pretty every week. It's not. They right may end now, up playing the Buccaneers, the Bears, the Saints, and the Lions. We'll see. Right now, they're in the playoffs, in the seventh spot, due to the Cardinals' loss yesterday. So, they're in the playoffs right now. After you read me that schedule, they might be able to stay. I won't lie to you. Off the tip of my tongue, I would say they'd go 2-2. Two and two. I don't know. If that, I don't. The Bears and the Cardinals might have something to say about that, but we'll see. Yeah. For sure. Well, no. Listen, I'm not with the ah. The Bears and the Vikes in the same in the same division. So I know, I'm, and I'm they're only one me. game behind. Yeah, but I'm not giving it up to the. I listen. I I got way more confidence today in the Vikings and Vikings turning upward for sure. They're on a what four game win streak. They're turning up. The Bears, are, man, you don't know what the, you don't know what you're gonna get. But to your point, we'll see. Only time will tell. Mm-hmm. Cleveland Browns. Run, 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 and don't stop running. Keep on doing it. Baker Mayfield, 334 yards, 10.1 average per pass completion. Whoa. 10.1 average per completion. Ridiculous. Uh, And Nick Chubb, 80 on the ground, followed by Kareem Hunt with 33. Uh, I think the hiccup, I think um, Damian Woodley actually tweeted a shout-out to him. He said the biggest... Um, most important offseason acquisition this offseason was Bill Callahan for the Browns as offensive line coach. Came from Washington. I have to 100% agree with him because what that offensive line has done this season, uh, you know, with the run game and and even with uh, giving Baker time, it, it looked rough in the beginning. They figured it out. Uh, this man had, I believe, four touchdown passes. And I was right when I was talking about it during the game. The Browns, when they scored 38 in the first half, that was the most in team history. Remember, you said it was the most I'll see. I was like, that's probably the most in this. And it sure was. They, they probably never done that. He had four touchdown passes with five minutes left in the second quarter. It, it, it was a blow away, you know, to start. And in the second half, well, you know, it, it, it's it, you know, we're all professionals here. The Titans so. made it close, you know. They made it very close as they came back with a um, fourteen each, twenty-eight point second half. And again, if it wasn't for that third quarter field goal, would sheesh, I don't know, they would have. I think that definitely would have been a different story. But uh, Titans, uh, I think this is more about the Titans. Uh, you know, this is a team that we all consider a contender. And I do understand getting down. You know, they got down against Pittsburgh as well. So this is twice now we've seen them get down big early. I think that's a really big problem, uh, especially moving forward when you got high power offenses coming up in the in the um, playoffs. This you know this yesterday that was unacceptable, especially to uh, we love the Browns, but we don't by any means think of them as a you know 35 first first half quarter uh, point team. 
The it's Las fun. Vegas Raiders. We both picked them to beat the Jets, and <laughs> the Jets made it a game. Yo. They started out strong. That's not even why I'm laughing. And then they scored 15 in the fourth. And then Greg Williams doomed them, which is why he is fired yeah, today. He and fired. he should never get another NFL coaching job in his life. And zero, this man sent the engage eight, zero yeah, blitz. Cover zero. On, what was it, the last play of the last game? Last play of the game. Yeah. All and out the corner coming. bit on, he was in no man's land and yeah. bit on the little double move. The corner bit, and to his credit, he took, you know, he took full responsibility for it. But, listen, listen, I, I understand the corner bit, and I'm going to make up excuses for him right now. He's a fifth-round rookie that's only playing, uh, you know, he's a rookie, I think, playing his fifth game. He's only in there because of injuries, and yeah, he bit on it, but damn it, he's, no one should ever be in that position with 11 seconds left on the clock. You're up by three, so they need a touchdown to win the game. Oh, no, the, um, you're up by yeah, you're up by a touchdown. You're not up by three, but you're up by a touch. You know, they need a touchdown to win. And your defensive coordinator sends a zero blitz. And what's even worse is I'm hearing, I heard, uh, I saw a video that says Adam Gase was actually on his headset talking to another coordinator when Greg Williams made the call. Therefore, he, well, you know what I'm saying, he wasn't paying attention to the play call. Because mm. you ever getting on Greg Williams, but ultimately, the head coach can look at him and say, hey, Greg, nah, we're not doing that right now. But no, um, apparently he was not, you know, he wasn't in tune. He wasn't, you know, in sync with what he was supposed to do. Um, and so this is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and play some audio here. Give me one moment. See if we got this audio and see if he... But it did catch some people off guard, including head coach Adam Gase. Gase was on the headset talking to another coach. He heard the word zero, and he said, huh? And they said, yeah, he called cover zero, meaning no safety. And before Gase could react, the ball was being snapped. So not an ideal state of affairs. So, yeah, you heard it. You heard it there. Um, Adam Gase, it's another, it's, it's another episode. <laughs> Well, Adam Gates will be fired at the end of the year anyway. Yeah, that's a, hey, listen, that's that's all I got from that game. That that's really all I took out of that game. I'm I'm, I'm sorry, that was it was inexplicable for me. Inexplicable. Um, uh, but Sam Darnold has had has uh, had his first game with two or more pass touchdowns since week 15 of 2019. Sheesh. Uh, that I'm, never happens. <laughs> That happened this game. <laughs> man, the I'm sorry, man. Oh, man. Listen, that never uh, Next game we got. Hey, look, shout out to the Jets for still competing, though. They, they was in the game, man. Your, your coaches are just not They're not helping you out. Yeah. What we got next? You picked the Rams. I picked Arizona. And the Rams won 38-28. Woo! Um, this one, this one, uh, this one's about the Rams. I mean, I think the Cardinals coming back down to earth a little bit. Um, I think Kyler Murray definitely, the first half was not a good half for him. Uh, he only had 173 yards on 39 attempts. You know, uh, and the rushing, excuse me, the rushing in the first half was very inept. If I'm, if I'm correct, he had three first half. Um, he completed three first half passes, and the Cardinals had seven rushes for 2.6 yards to carry in the first half. Uh, and that's just not a winning formula at all. They trail 14-7. Yeah, man. Kyler Murray with two giveaways. Just not looking good. Yeah. 
Mm, you know, when you can keep him and you can hold him to five carries for 15 yards, you know, three three yards a carry, uh, you know, you're definitely in. And your defense is in for a good day against Kyler Murray when you can hold him down. But I think this is the Rams bouncing back, as we both expected them to do. They bounced back from that uh, bad loss that we both think they had last week. The Seahawks could not Shocker. score against the Giants. The Giants won 17-12. to um, The Giants have allowed 20 points in, or fewer. Um, I mean, fewer than 24. 20 points in three straight games. Sorry, guys. Yeah, for the first time since 2009. So, that's what's up. Giants stepping back up. They're trying to lead the division. I think I say this almost every episode, but we got to give a shout-out to Joe Judge. He got these boys playing. He got them really playing They hard. are the division leaders right yes, now. Yes, sir, they are. And listen, they're, they're, it's just, they're creeping up to a respectable record, kind of. Five and seven. They kind of getting respectable in the NFC East, but Jesus, it's still <laughs> horrible. Uh, but good one for, for the Giants, obviously, but I think this speaks more to the, the trend that Seattle's on at the moment. And it's not a good one. We spoke to it. I think everybody in the, in the league knows it as well. That Russell Wilson is not Superman. Uh, the, the Seattle Seahawks have no chance to win against anybody, as you saw. And that's just that's just it. If he's not Superman and lights out, they ain't got they ain't, they have they ain't got a chance. The Giants with a hundred or more rushing yards in seven straight games, first time since 2010. Defense won't be able to get him. Like you said, Joe Judge got him working hard. Not, not seriously. I really do, and I'm scared. I don't like it. I'm, I'm in the same division. I don't like it. I think he's gonna have him. Listen, I think they're gonna be decent and good next year. I do. And mentioned five and seven. I think you mentioned how many injuries they've had this season, and um, Barkley's been gone. You know, and Colt McCoy, 105 passing yards yesterday. 105 <laughs> passing yards. A hundred and so yeah, as a team, a hundred yards passing, a hundred ninety yards on the ground, and you were able to go into Seattle and get a W. That's impressive. That's impressive. <laughs> Seriously, that's impressive. That is. Next game, Green Bay mollybop the Eagles. But let me get my gunshot. My boy Jalen Hurts, boy, man, Jalen Hurts. dropped that dime on listen, them folks. He dropped multiple dimes on hey, them. He, he was dropped multiple dimes on, on the, me. On, he was, I listen, he, he was changing on. plays on the line, he man. Dropped, he he, he did, had one he one thousand, two 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 thousand bounce. He was out of that pocket. He, he already did. seen what uh what Carson Wentz was going yep. through. He ain't getting set. He was about to their joint. Nah, quick. Seriously, seriously, listen, I, I'll, I'll give him his flowers and his dude for yesterday. <laughs> no, no, I'm not even joking. I'm not being sarcastic either. It's not he came. I I did not expect that when he came in, and it wasn't like he just did it for one series. No, you know he bounced back and he did it for multiple series. So I definitely listen. He looked good yesterday, but I put the emphasis on yesterday because I want to see a lot more. It, you know, we all know when they when they scheme up against, he was different. But the bottom line is, we got ourselves a debate down there in Philly now. No, I don't think we're gonna see it. Though. I think they're gonna still start Carson Wentz. Sadly, the thing is the money. He's the hundred million man, and they take a twenty. It's in twenty twenty one. If he's cut, they take a sixty million dollar cap hit. You know what I'm saying? So I think that the money might be the driving force. Well, actually, scratch that. I know the money is the driving force and will be the driving force in him staying and starting quarterback. Because, damn, unless you can trade that, I don't know if you can bench that. That he's the you paid that man money. Maybe he go to the Colts. They're definitely gonna, but if I'm the Colts, I don't know. Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, listen, I, 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 Jacoby ain't look that bad since he's <laughs> play. You know what I'm? I'm serious for real. So I don't know, but to your point, 
the oh excuse me, the Packers ramrodded them, man. Aaron Rodgers, two hundred ninety-five yards, three touchdowns. Aaron Jones, seventy-seven yard touchdown, seventy-seven yard run, excuse me. Uh, that was that was ridiculous. That was crazy. And that looked like Marshawn Lynch. And now that was a touchdown run, if I'm not mistaken. Was that? I believe so. They were just beating him up so bad, I can't remember. It was. He went all the way, I believe. I was going to say, I think he did. And Devontae Adams is doing what he's been doing all season. Ten catches, 121 yards, and two touchdowns. His first touchdown was crazy. That was ridiculous. It was just, listen, the pass, the catch, everything. It was it was ridiculous. And on the other side, well, we already detailed it for you. You know, they're in, they're in disarray. So, again, listen, Green Bay's rolling. They rolled last year. They're rolling again this year. Uh, I, I like a man. Rodgers, he's on the revenge tour. You're going to draft the QB on me? You're going to draft the QB on me? <laughs> oh, all right. Let me show you something. And that's what he did. Wait a minute. We're missing the team because I've been waiting to get With on the this Chargers? guy. the Chargers? There we are. I knew we was missing somebody that got Bollywop 44, 45 The Chargers 45 0. All right, okay. Back with the Anthony Lynn. All right, so again, um, this is I'm getting I'm getting this from the guy Warren Sharp. Some things I want to highlight. Now, you guys realize that the Chargers have been losing or winning close games all season. You know, five point loss, six point loss, five point. You feel me? Everything's close. Everything's close. And then I want I don't know if anybody heard, but Anthony Lynn basically told his team, you know what I'm saying, that listen. We're not gonna, you know, we're not gonna make the playoffs. He made, he told them that they're probably not gonna make the playoffs, despite them not being. That was on December second, despite them not being mathematically eliminated. Well, I know, but, <laughs> but hey, listen, you're you're mathematically. I understand what you're, you're saying, still, but they weren't mathematically out of it. <laughs> but were they playing like they were out of it? That's my question. No, right? Okay, he tells them that forty-five to zero, Molly whopping, and it's not just the Molly whopping; it's who they got Molly whopped by. You know what I'm saying? Like if it's the if it's a decent team that we've all year said there's no weapons there. There's no what they got Molly whopped by the New England Patriots. I can't net Julian Edelman. Well, like this is that's why I'm like, come on, it's just another thing of it's just another Anthony Lynn, bro. Come, you don't, bro. Even even if your team is getting what. You don't play. You don't got to tell them that. I'm pretty sure they knew that. You get what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure they knew they weren't going to. We don't need you to kick us while we're down, bro. We, we don't need that. Oh, but now that you did, all right, cool. You told us. All right, I'm, what, what, what am I going out here and playing for? For you to call an a, a ill-advised timeout right before I'm about to? No, no. Uh-uh. 45-0. I'm done with these charges. <laughs> I'm, I'm completely over. I'm done. Six. Uh... Go ahead. Nah, go ahead. Go. Was you going to keep it on this game? No, no. Oh, no. Nah, yeah, I was going to flip the coin, though, and give a shout-out. Listen, I got him. Man, nah, nah, nah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm back. I'm back to the Chargers side. Bro, no way. Do for a, a hundred yards. And you got – come on, man. This, he got to go. He got to go. He, this is this, – this, this is this, – this, this is bad, bro. You didn't let Jared Stidham come in for three passes and give you 61 yards and a touchdown. This man Cam threw for 69 yards. Three and a half average. It's ridiculous. But, hey, that's what happens. <laughs> we can move on, man. Patriots, six and six. Don't look now. Uh, hey, somebody say playoffs? I would love to see them in the playoffs. <laughs> Did somebody say playoffs? I would love to see that. Don't look now. Speaking of my team. <laughs>
Lockdown Spring out on the block. It was a tough game. Yes, it was. Denver. Drew Locke made it hard, 22-16. to 16. Wait, I called it last last episode, too. I said you guys win by less than something. I knew it was going to be a little dogfight. The Broncos are nasty. That's why. It's, it's, a, it's a little nasty team. But uh, I don't think anybody ever doubted Kansas City was going to pull that rabbit out the hat. Nope. Honey Badger in that joint. Mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill, again, he did what he did. Eight catches, 136 yards. There's actually a debate on Twitter. Oh, it's an NFL guy I follow. Um, on Twitter, I asked that. Uh, he said that it. Well, he we no, he didn't ask. He made a statement. It basically said, "Look, Tyreek Hill is the fastest person he's ever seen in pads." Uh, he said his his start his he gets to his top speed faster than anybody we've ever seen, and he keeps his top speed faster than anybody we've ever seen. I think we all knew that, but I don't, I don't doubt it. Um, he's definitely the best receiver right now. That's yeah. all I need to say. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. And then he caught a pass that he didn't even know he caught. Yeah. Oh, it was another time. It shouldn't have even been that close. I know Tyreek betters were, were kicking themselves, but, yep, he definitely caught a pass. He did not even know he caught. Nobody knew he caught it. They, they, <laughs> they ran the next play. It's like, dang. But, hey, I'm glad they won. If they would have lost, they would have laughed about it because, I mean, hey, it's the, you know. The Broncos have 28 giveaways this season. Oh, crazy. Man. I don't listen. I don't. I don't know what you want to do with that one. Like you mentioned, the Honey Badger, two interceptions. He had himself a game uh, tonight. We got ourselves a double here, folks. The Washington Football Team is taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers, 11 and 0. That tips off or kicks off at 5 o'clock on Fox, I should say. Washington. Ooh, I really want to pick Washington, too. But, listen, I'm, I really do think Pittsburgh continues to roll. I do. I think they move to 12-0. Uh, yes, I have Pittsburgh as well. I'm rooting for Washington, though. For sure, I'd for sure. I'd love to see y'all win. And then we get our regular degular. Monday Night Football at 8-15 Eastern. We got the Buffalo Bills going into Kansas City. Into Candlestick Stadium, um, and um, San Francisco. Wait, San um, Fran at I thought they're six. going to be in um, Arizona. Oh yes, actually, I forgot. Yeah, you're right. They're in Arizona because of Santa Clara restrictions, saying no contact sports uh, can happen at the moment in that county. So yes, mm-hmm. thank you for reminding me. It's been it's been so long since they announced it, and the game's being played. I forgot postponements. But yep, they're heading to Arizona. Uh, that's where the Bills are going to be headed. So that is. Uh, I got Buffalo in this one. Ooh, man, Buffalo got a bad text. Last time they were in Arizona, they didn't go too well this season <laughs> when they played the Vi- I mean the Char- uh, Cardinals. But ah, uh, Buffalo pulls it out. It is going to be no more than a six-point win. Listen, I, I, I like the Nick Mullins kid. I, I actually like the kid. I do. And don't look now. Think Sam Fran has what it takes to claw into the AFC playoffs? No. You don't think so? No. Let me see where we are now. Let me see where we are. I mean, they are, ooh, yeah, no, excuse me. They're in the NFC. Yeah, no, they're not. They definitely not. Hmm. Cardinals better get their act together. <laughs> Sam Fran might eclipse them, but yes. Right now. I'll read off the quick playoff standings as we stand before tonight's game for y'all. Pittsburgh holds the number one seed. Remember, only the only one team gets a bye this year. 
Pittsburgh holds a number one seed, but guess what? Kansas City has punched the playoff spot at 11-1. Buffalo, three seed. Tennessee, four. Uh, Cleveland, fifth. Miami, seven. I mean, six. And the Dolph and Colts are in the last playoff spot currently at seven. And in the NFC, Saints, number one seed, they clinched the spot. Followed by Green Bay, Los Angeles Rams, New York Giants, Seattle Seahawks, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the Minnesota Vikings squeaking to that last spot. So that's how we looking heading into these last games. We have a Tuesday game though. Yes, sir. Baltimore six and five uh, hosting Dallas Cowboys at three and eight. And if you're surprised, yes, you did not hear Baltimore's name listed as a current team inside of the playoffs right now. They on the outside looking in at six and five. Lamar still is out with COVID. No, protocols. yes, Lamar Jack mm-hmm. is and back. And I have the Ravens. Lamar winning. Jack is back, but let me just double check that. I, I have the Ravens. I mean, excuse me. Yep, I have the Ravens as well. I definitely have the Ravens. I think. Uh, yep. Okay, he's expected to start. Yes, sir. Lamar Jackson is back. He's expected to start. I'm looking forward to it. Any NBA news? Uh, quick, 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 real quick NBA news. Just some quick little guidelines um, for how to conduct themselves. Excuse me. At home, players and staff are not allowed to enter bars, lounges, clubs, live entertainment, gaming venues, limited exceptions, public gyms, spas, pool areas, or large indoor social gatherings of 15 or more people. That's what the NBA tells the teams. But James Harden was just in the strip club. Is he holding out? Um, I have no clue. I have no clue, no clue, no clue. I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. And these are some violate uh, penalties for violating that, if you're wondering. Oh, well, how are you going to make them do that? How are you going to make them hear that? Fine, suspensions, um, adjustment or loss of draft choices and or game forfeits. Meaning, if you have a situation like the Denver Broncos, where it's your fault, your quarterback's fault, where you have an empty skill position, they'll, might, they'll probably just make you forfeit the game and give you an L on, you know, an L for the game if they deem that your players were being reckless. And I have no problem with that. But to your point, you just brought it up. James Harden still in Vegas partying. Andrea's nightclub, Rockets head coach Steven Silas says he doesn't know. This is today. Close for today. He doesn't know. Whether or not James is in Houston, um, as far as the timetable for Harden's arrival, he said there is no timetable and it is a setback. He also said he's not here and he has a reason, but that's on him to tell whoever what the reason is. Uh, is he? It, ooh, JC, is he holding out? Uh, man, this, he might be. I mean, it looks like it's a holdout. That's what. That's exactly what it looks like. It definitely looks like a holdout. Uh, he didn't sign the contract. It was actually, I saw earlier today that his mom, you know, well, did you know that his mom was his agent, first and foremost? Did you know that? No. Okay. Um, yeah, his mom is his agent, and this was, uh, I think, earlier today when she was commenting on a on an Instagram post or comments that someone made. Basically, I'm not going to read everything. But she said that, you know, uh, basically he can make his own life, you know, his resources. Um, legacy has nothing to do with you. And the damn thing that, that people take, that I'm taking away is he asked for a chance to get a ring. That's it. Uh, anyone in their right mind in this business would want that. So if he lost you as a fan, you weren't there. You weren't the right fan from the start. Bless him to you, son. So, I listen, see, things are getting muddy right now. 
in Houston. That definitely looks like he's ready to leave. Yes. Uh, again, I did not know. Uh, I think he doesn't like the John Wall thing. No, I, I think he likes the John Wall thing. Again, they said that he mean? preferred to play with John Wall over 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 um, Russ. But at the same time, I also listen. He he still asked to be. He still asked to leave. You know what I'm saying? The John Wall thing was to, you know, make him happy. But I, I don't know. I don't, listen. I don't know. He I don't know. He asked to leave, so I. I think maybe he, you know, they made a John Wall trade, and he's still sitting there like, man, I, I listen, I don't want to be here. I don't, I don't want to be here. And on the other coin, maybe he's listen, maybe he's has the full intention of being committed to the team, but he's like, hey, I'm, listen, I, I'm James Harden. I've been enough. I'm frustrated. So if I want to stay in Vegas a couple extra days and show up late, and if that's what I need to do to get myself ready for the season, that's what I'm going to do. They're just going to have to deal with it. I'll be there when I be there. What what they not, what are they gonna do about it? Nothing. Literally nothing. So I don't know. There might be two sides of the coin. Maybe he just wants to take some extra time and listen, I'll show up when I show up. But I need this turn up for four years. And maybe to your point, maybe we got ourselves an old fashioned holdout on our hands. But to your point, listen, I think we might got a holdout. Cause I the other day I think I even mentioned to you. I, I saw a report that he was working out at Houston University. And I, I said that. I, he was, saw a report he was working at Houston University. Turns out, no. Even the people in Houston that are reporting don't know where it must have been a lookalike. They don't even know where he's at. <laughs> so, I don't. Damn, Houston. Damn, we in Washington now. Um, the only stadiums that's going to allow fans in their um, building in the NBA is the Jazz and the Magic. The rest, they'll be... Working Dang. on it. We'll see if it's safe by then. We'll never know. Yeah. Uh, listen. Uh, Let's talk about the fights this weekend, though. Unless you're done. Nah, yeah, I'm done with that. Let's talk about it. Uh, the UFC one? Listen, the, the knockout of the, the, the night that for was me so was... That was so violent, man. Yeah. Was when the... Uh, for what, what, let me see here. What, what fight was that? Um, I can tell you right now. Oh, here you go. TKF. Yep. Jordan Levitt. TKO slam over Matt Wyman. And when I say it was a slam, it was in round one, 22 seconds in. And yes, it was. He literally just slammed him on the ground and he went to sleep. That was some of the most dangerous stuff I've ever seen. It was vicious. Roman Dolsday, 8 0, stayed perfect with a split decision win over John Allen. Gabriel Benitez, 22-9, got the KO in round one, four minutes in over Justin James. My boy, Olivia St. Preux, took the L against Jamal Hill, who stayed undefeated with the KO um, in round two. KO knockout punch in round two. That was that was unfortunate, man. And the main fight, the main, Victor, I mean Marvin Vittorian. Took down Jack Hermanson. Unanimous decision. 45-49. 46-49. 46-49. Unanimous decision. So Martin, 16-4. Jack fell to 21-6. Which one was your favorite fight? Definitely the big knockout. <laughs> I don't that even know why I followed after. That man held his neck in one place and just, just slammed, slammed him down. Him. 
And then he said that he didn't do that in the in the in the spirit of the moment. He he's planned that drink. And that was just the most dangerous thing I've ever seen in my life. That was hey, that was cool though. That was a nice that was a nice tip though. Yeah, that was definitely my favorite. A lot of knockouts. Even even in the um prelims, we had two knockouts as well. So a lot of knockouts this weekend. If you know, we got fans of knockouts and boxing. Mm-hmm. Well, it was, this was a late one for me. Errol Spence did not uh, take a break at all. He went ahead and just beat him up. It's like hey, it's like just he never went through a carton basically. And, you know, we talked about what we want for next for Spence. So, next, you know, we're, we're looking at him moving up and facing one of the top, you know, one of the top dogs. So, Danny Garcia, unfortunately, Got we saw up. this coming. <laughs> we saw this one coming. Raul was right. He was hard to knock down, but he almost got knocked out. Who, Danny? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see in the highlights. Well, he definitely man. did. Uh we got boxing this weekend, but we're going to wait to dive into those. We mentioned them. Floyd, man, you about to save oh, us. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes, sir. Floyd Mayweather is... Yes, sir. Has save us, fight man. Jake, uh, what is the guy? Or Logan, Logan Paul. Or Logan save Paul. us from this white boy. Yes. Please beat him up. Floyd Mayweather will fight Logan Paul in an exhibition. Whoop him. I think January 20th or something. I'm about to... I'm about Whoop to him, man. The date right now. I don't know. Get him back for us, bro. Because it's going crazy. I don't know what is going on. February 20th, February. 2021. What is going on? Why? Beat him up. And these are the prices for y'all. The early bird price, $25 for the fight on pay-per-view. Y'all better get down with them. After 1 million tickets, this is genius, my man, too. Mm-hmm. After 1 million tickets sold, it goes to $40 from December 25th. 60 and Jan- uh, February 11th, uh, 70 bucks. So get it while you can get it hot. Get it while you can get it. But man, hey, Floyd's about to bring us back to prominence because that was ugly. Mm-hmm. Nate Robinson, you, you let us down. <laughs> uh, what else we got? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Don't forget the six foot six boxer that went ahead and beat up our oh, African yeah. boy. Hey man, they gotta be. If uh, there's JC weight, if there's weight, know. if there's weight differences, you need to have height differences too. Say. This guy JC did not know because we're six six. Dude came out there and beat the hell out of my African boy, man. That wasn't right. This guy did not know. But recapping some quick college basketball before we go ahead and get up out of y'all hair. Man, Gonzaga and uh, Baylor didn't end yep. up playing. Saturday, Kansas took down uh, North Dakota State, sixty-five to sixty-one. Again. Expect to see a lot of close games, but you know some of these schools you think wouldn't be close. Uh, a lot of a lot of these top teams are lack a lot of teams lacking continuity with the whole virus. South Carolina fell to number ten Houston seventy seven to sixty seven, and the, yeah, like the big one everyone was waiting for number one versus number two, mm-hmm. uh, canceled. That was my uh, big game of the weekend. Canceled, I should say, less than two hours before tip off. And it's it's basically going to be canceled because I think Gonzaga is going to be um they're po- they're shutting down the facility. Is it mm-hmm. dumb or Villanova? They're shutting down the facilities till the twelfth or something. No, but definitely, no, it's definitely Gonzaga. Gonzaga on, yeah, on Villanova. We'll get to them. Michigan State seventy nine sixty one winners over Western Michigan. Number eleven West Virginia down our home village, uh, home school Georgetown. Shout out to West Virginia, man. In Texas, oh man, they fell in a good. This is a good one though. Sixty eight to sixty four to number twelve Villanova. Mm-hmm. Uh, Texas Tech they handled Grambling eighty one to forty. And Kentucky, 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 one and three to start the season. I know I said they start slow, 
Losing I Georgia Tech is not it. Yeah, I ain't mean. I didn't mean one in three with a six seventy nine to sixty two loss to Georgia Tech. Slow, uh, that that is not. Listen, that that's not good. And I know Kentucky usually has a lot of one and done guys. It's early. These cats need to come back to school. Mm-hmm. Not for real. These cats need to come back to school. And you know we got you ladies covered. You know we got y'all covered on Saturday. Number two Stanford one on one to fifty four winners. Over UNLV, UNLV, number six Mississippi State took a tumble to uh, unranked South Florida, sixty-seven to sixty-three. Um, so that was a bad loss for Mississippi State. And number one South Carolina beat up uh, Iowa State, eighty-three to sixty-five. Stanford beat Washington, eighty-three to fifty. And number four Baylor fell to Arkansas, eighty-three to seventy-eight. Uh, tough loss, tough loss for them. Tomorrow, though, Iowa men's will play in uh, North Carolina, number mm-hmm. 16. That is a big, big test uh, coming up for you guys. Yeah, we finally get a good game to watch. Mm-hmm. North Carolina coming off. Well, no, they've had a game or two since that loss to, uh, to Texas, so I know they'll be rejuvenated. Uh, since we're talking about tomorrow, big one, Creighton, number eight, takes on number five, Kansas. That's on up. five o'clock. Uh, Super Tuesday, 5 o'clock on ESPN. Uh, Tennessee, they have not played a game this season, actually. They're taking on Colorado. They haven't played a game this season due to COVID. You mentioned North Carolina and Iowa taking on each other. And Ohio State, Notre Dame take the floor with each other as well. That's at 7.30. Uh, 9.30, a big one. ACC Big Ten Challenge. Uh, Illinois is taking on, uh, number six Illinois is taking on number 10 Duke. Who you got in that one? Um, I'm gonna go Illinois. I'm gonna go Illinois on that one. I think no, I'm gonna go blue blue bloods over here. Take Duke. All right, gonna go Duke and the North Carolina Iowa matchup. I'm going Iowa. Obviously, we both going Iowa on that mm-hmm. one. I think they're able to get over Creighton, Kansas. I'm going Creighton and me too. One. Me too. I I think that I think they'll be able to get up up and down the floor on Kansas. And Kansas will have a hard time defending them. Though it is in Kansas, so that's something to factor. But we're getting ready to get up out of here, man. We're going to have a shout out. We got somebody new in San Jose. San Jose. Richardson. We appreciate y'all down there in San Jose. Oh, yeah, Germantown, Union City. What is that? It's it's like New Jersey. Oh, I was going to say, that's a lot of people in Union City. Those are the bet, um, those are the bet people. Ah, big shout out to y'all. <laughs> hey, may the parlay guard gods bless us all. Um, is that all? That, all uh, yes, got? that is all, man. It's See y'all next, every next day. week on Wednesday. Oh, yes. Yeah, stay tuned. I definitely think we might, you know, turn up the volume on y'all. When the and, NBA and, comes and, back, we're yeah, coming back every hit day. Hit y'all with the Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, five days a week. You know what I mean? J&J every day going, hey, we back. So stay tuned. That's around the corner. Be easy.